0: Have a Purim. Ah, uh, yes, a Freilich and Purim by Goldwasser. It's Wednesday at JM in the AM and the, um today is Tanis Esther. Today is, every day is a day of prayer, obviously. We know that in our tradition. Every day is a day of prayer. But Tanis Esther, I think, is a day of extra prayer. Um, what was going through Esther's mind as she declared a, a fast for three days and as she asked for the support of the Jewish people, uh, before approaching, uh, Achashverosh? Uh, her request, of course, was to pray, and uh, no doubt that a lot of people in that uh, period of time prayed very hard and with tremendous concentration. Uh, Rachel Weingarten is with us live via telephone. She is author of the book Ancient Prayer, Channeling Your Faith 365 Days of the Year. Rachel Weingarten, an early happy Purim to you, and thank you for joining us at JM in the AM.
1: Hey, and early happy perm to you too, Nachman. Thank you so much for having me. My really pleasure.
0: Appreciate it. You agree that today is a, a an extra special day of prayer because it was a day of Esther's prayer, correct?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, not so obvious, but uh, I absolutely feel like it's an extra special day, and for me as a Jewish woman, the fact that it was Esther who called on everyone for prayers um, makes it that much more meaningful.
0: No question about it. You did not write this book only for women, correct?
1: No, gosh, no,
0: not at all. I wrote
1: it for anybody who feels like they just need a moment in their day to just you know tune out, feel better. Connect to something deeper.
0: Yeah, this is for everybody, and uh, it has some incredible messages. Now, I mean, under, there are exceptions because obviously you have quotes in there uh, that are necessary, but but it's not a Siddur. This is not a book of prayers, correct?
1: No, not at all. And I'll be, again, I, with the obviously, uh, I, I can't touch on all prayer. I had to be really kind of circumspect. What do I choose? So it's just random prayers a lot of Tehillim, you know, a lot of daily stuff. Um, And not only geared to observant people either. It's uh, people who just feel that maybe they want to take something that people have been using for thousands of years and find some meaning today.
0: Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this is that uh, many of us, especially those of us who've been in the arena of prayer for many decades many of us uh, uh you know feel sometimes that it becomes really habitual i think what your book does is it makes us stop and really think and analyze and appreciate some of the prayers that we say either on a daily basis or on somewhat of a regular basis
1: that was my hope and it was really interesting for me because as you said for some of us it's become habitual
0: yeah. if
1: if you're doing something by rote since you know since you can speak Obviously, it just, you know, becomes that same thing over and over and over. And I always like to try to stop and think about what I'm doing. It doesn't always work. Yeah. But um, when I was reading some of it, I said, oh,
0: how did I miss this for right. the last decade? And, you know? and, and it's funny, by the way, it's not just the formal prayer that we have three times a day. You speak about brachas as well, which are prayers, and again, many of us, I'm I'm sad to say, you know, run through a bracha without even thinking of, of the meaning of any one of the words that we're saying.
1: What can I tell you? I was the queen of the brachas day in elementary school. So. <laughs>
0: and, part, and part of that was the type of concentration you had on each word or not? Yeah. Well, you know,
1: it, it just became this weird thing. You know, in my English studies, I was always queen of the spelling bee. <laughs> and then I became obsessed with the brachas. You know, we had those little booklets.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: You know, so nowadays, I still do muse on it, like if someone brings me a really weird fruit. Right. You know, and I can see sometimes colleagues looking at me funny. You know, <laughs> not knowing what's going on in my head. It's just a piece of fruit.
0: Right, but I don't even mean what bracha to say. I'm just saying that when you are yeah. saying a bracha, it, it is, Absolutely. it is amazing. If we, I mean, you talk about it on page 51 about the blessing over bread. Yeah. And if you just concentrate for a moment, if anybody would concentrate for a moment, you see how uh, powerful a prayer it is. And by the way, you know where the, our community has done really well, and that's because of the efforts of one specific family. The bracha of Asher Yatzer, that one says when leaving the restroom. Oh, that, really? Yeah, a lot. A lot of people have made a a concerted effort to concentrate on each word because of the appreciation that we convey to God in that blessing, which is really amazing and and, and really incredible. So this is beyond the three prayers per day. This is this is uh, every single type of of prayer that we say that you concentrate on. Rachel Weingarten is with us live via telephone. It's a day of prayer, everybody. We know every day is, but the fast of Esther uh, certainly uh, t- uh, triggers for us a day of extra prayer as Esther asked the Jewish people, especially the Jewish women, to do on this uh, during this special period of time before the miracle of Purim. So what do you think, uh, how do you think uh, Esther was feeling during the days before she approached Achashverosh? How much was she counting on prayer to help her get through that period of time? You know,
1: I think what's really interesting, again, for me as a woman, when I try to tap into it, or as a Jew, I'm going to think that as terrified as she was and apprehensive as she was, maybe she kind of did what we did, that she knew that the rest of the people, she went to Mardechai and she said, tell everybody to daven. Right. You know, so I think some of that fear was kind of dissipated knowing, okay, I have the strength of the Kehillah everybody's there with me. Um, I cannot fathom how she must have felt in those days. We all know what happened to Vashti, you know. Um, I I can't even imagine the terror and apprehension, but I'm going to guess when it finally came down to it, she was just, you know, very calm because she knew what she had to do. Everybody was depending on
0: her. Do you sometimes feel like you wrote a muster schmooze on each page?
1: I hope not. <laughs> because I, I, well, I, maybe, I, th- I think every, You know, I when think, I was
0: growing up, unless Mr. schmooze had such negative connotations. Well, I think it's I think it's positive, and I think it could okay. be inspiring, and I think that okay. that every one of these pages could be an individual lecture, and you have over three hundred pages in here.
1: Yeah, it's well, the intention was, and I, I don't want to you know get into those specifics because obviously it's a different audience. It was not to compete, but. You know, there are people of different faiths who have these things called devotionals, where every day they, you know, look at things and find something. And my thought was, and I had a pretty interesting conversation with my publisher, um, who's Barnes & Noble. This is the first faith-based title they've ever done. Wow. Yeah, so a little bit scary. Um, And I said, no, I'm doing all Old Testament. You know, it's it's only the stuff. From there, right. the, the original source <laughs> material. You know, I do throw in one or two things just because. Um, and I, I feel like every single day, because I know that I, I'm usually a cheerleader in my friends' lives and, you know, people I work with. And I feel like, you know, sometimes you just need that. You need to feel like every day, maybe it is the muster Smooth. Right you know or maybe it's just saying listen you're on the right path and i believe in you and you're yeah. not alone and you had a crummy day you know it, it was interesting i thought people would read this book in the morning to start their day
0: yeah and you have a lot you have a lot about how important the morning is for when it comes to prayer
1: well yeah but what was interesting to me is how many people are writing to me and saying <laughs> i save it for before bed mm. You know, when I feel like the day has been too much for me, and I'm too overwhelmed by pressure and, you know, the scariness in the world, and this is what calms me before I go to bed.
0: And I don't know if you intended it to be one page per day, but it's not a bad way to approach it, right? I did. Oh, you did intend it it that way? way. Yeah. Oh, in fact, here, you're right, channeling your faith 365 days a year. Yeah,
1: but you can read it anyway. I know some people who sit... You know, Power Read the biggest compliment in my life is when my mother will tell me. You know, on the i T, I'm not going to do her accent because we're on the radio. My mother's Romanian, um, but she will tell me that. You know, when she needs to calm down, and, and she says she just reads my book.
0: Oh, she I do. I can see how it's very, very helpful. By the way, Leonard Nimoy, who just passed on, is mentioned in your book about prayer. Yes, he is. As is Satchel Page. How does the great pitcher Satchel Page work his way into Rachel Weingarten's book on prayer? I believe was it where I said
1: you're only as old as you feel, or Yeah.
0: that yes, done, I wrote it two years ago. No, so I'm
1: not. Sa- I I keep,
0: I keep saying it's a new book. Satchel yeah. s- Satchel said, "How old would you how old would you, would you be
1: you- if you didn't yeah
0: if you didn't uh, know how old you are right how old would you be?" It is a new book.
1: Know? It came out in late September, just before Rosh but you know. No, I,
0: I, I understand. I'm just joking. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? That's the quote. And you also have Crosby, Stolz, and Nash in here as well. So, so you, well, you know, it's
1: always interesting to me because that quote, you know, don't let the past remind you of what right. you are not now, I feel like it's such a Jewish theme, you know. If you do the Vitoi and you do the Harate and you move on, you're not that person
0: anymore. Good point.
1: You know, and I feel like what I hope is that the book lets people think, you know, maybe you strayed, or maybe this this wasn't what you were raised with, but I don't know, I believe in you, and here's this stuff for thousands of years. People read Shakespeare. Why shouldn't you just look at T'hillim, right? you know, and be inspired?
0: And there's so much of you. I mean, when you think about it, I don't know how many exact prayers and quotes you have from prayer, but... There are plenty of them. I mean, my point being that every and I mentioned this to you uh, uh, before the interview off the air about ashray, every, Mm -hmm. Every single line has a has another lesson we can learn, has another you know inspiration we can get when it comes to our relationship with God.
1: I think what's also so beautiful is if you look at the actual language, at the actual words chosen, you know, in the prayer in the ashray, Um, I'm always amazed, you know, and what I try to do is draw a comparison for people to their everyday lives. Right. When you love someone, if it's a brand new baby, you can't talk about how cute it is. If it's your boyfriend or husband, oh my gosh, I love you. You know, there are so many ways. So when you're younger, maybe you're davening and you're saying, ah, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'm repeating it. Uh Suddenly as you get older, you go, this is so beautiful and amazing and you just look at the different words and you're inspired that you know every sentence could be something life-changing.
0: Yeah, sometimes we wonder about how some of the uh, older women in our community and older men as well and some younger as well, but you'll get my point in a minute. Um you know spend their day immersed in the book of Psalms. And when you think about it as you've just described, as you as you continue to live life, you gain such an appreciation for the words and such a, an amazing appreciation for the connection that it gives you with God that it just becomes so much more meaningful.
1: My mother, you know, uh, again, going back to my mother, I mean, my father's in my book plenty, (laughs) but my mother, you know, she says her to him every single day, no matter what. And sometimes I'll be sitting next to her, and and it was funny. She goes, oh, no, everyone's going to think I'm such a boring old lady. I'm like, no, mom, nobody's going to think that. Suddenly... You know, and this is a woman who's been saying to Ellen her whole life, she'll she'll come out with something. Ah, <gasps> that David was so smart. You know, and she'll say a line. Or she, my mother loved the curses and the insults, because she said, we sit here so miserably. But, you know, they just knew how to talk about their enemies. It wasn't just, you
0: know, all good. Very interesting. Yeah. That is an interesting point. Rachel Weingarten is with us. Ancient Prayer, Channeling Your Faith, 365. Days of the Year, beautiful book, Message per day, but you could certainly read it in one sitting if you wish, and many people have. Uh you talk about and by the way, I love the fact, you know, I I, I mentioned and I, I said this in the early part of our conversation. I love the fact that it's not just Uh, you know, the three times per day and the formal prayers that we are very familiar with that we say three times a day. It's beyond that. You talk about the brachas, as I mentioned, but in addition to that, you even talk about Shabbos miros, how many of us sing those Shabbos miros as songs and don't realize the how important the words are and how meaningful they are and how, again, they would enhance our day if we'd have a bit more concentration on them. And you appreciate that. You appreciate them as prayers.
1: I, I just one thing I should add I should have added um it's a Barnes & Noble exclusive the book is only available at Barnes & Noble Ooh. for the next yeah yeah I think I mentioned Barnes & Noble's my publisher but I should put it out there
0: Which means if someone's on the web they got to go to that <laughs> website?
1: Yeah they have to go to bn.com I mean they can order from me if they want an autographed copy at ancientprayerbook.com Okay but um as far as distributing only Barnes & Noble. We we had other offers, but my publisher is Barnes & Noble, um, Fall River Press. But um, sorry, I just had to mention it. No I know then People are like, I can't find it on
0: Amazon. Understood.
1: You can't. But as far as like the Shabbos, this marathon, everything, that was always so amazing to me. And again, I grew up in Borough Park. You know, I, I joke a little shtetl in Brooklyn. And I remember being amazed. Because most of my friends, as me, we were the children of concentration camp survivors and Holocaust survivors. We were the youngest of the youngest. Right. And I remember Shabbos was like this particular joy. You know, we'd have people over all the time. I am so certain, Stacy, when I, your wife, when I was in high school, came over for Shabbos. Um oh, that's okay to mention. <laughs> um, but what was amazing to me was, you know, we had the songs, we had our certain and this is what my father saying. I remember being amazed when I was a little older. Oh, there are different Nagunim, and there's different backgrounds and maybe that's kind of when my brain was opened up to the different ways people relate to prayer as well. You know, because I did have that kind of sheltered background where I thought this is the only way it's done, you know, all girls' school, all everything. And suddenly when my mind was opened up to, you know, all the different ways of singing on Shabbos, all the different ways of connecting, Um, our Shabbos table was this great big cultural adventure. And, you know, some people feel astringency on Shabbos. For us, we just never knew what was going to happen. But there were constants. You know, there was the challah and the wine and the singing, but it just became this place where everybody could connect. So Shabbos to me, you know, obviously as a teenager, you have these years where you go, oh, I don't want to do this. You right. know, this is hard. But then as an adult, you go, wow, this is amazing.
0: And it's not just about the rest. It's about the uh, uh, the, the connection and the spirit and the entire, you know, the entire spiritual aspect of the day. Which finally does, as you say, as an adult, finally does get to to us. It certainly gets right to our heart.
1: I feel Shabbos. I really feel Shabbos. You know, when I'm walking and it's Friday and the day is getting later and I'm looking at my watch and I feel Shabbos coming. And it might sound freaky to people who don't know what that is. I actually feel it. And that was a choice, you know, because, again, you grow up a certain way and there's so many temptations. Like, oh, gee. I don't know. People reject it. I don't want to reject it. I want to find it again. Every Shabbos.
0: It is a great discovery. Rachel Weingarten, what do you think? Do you think that the collective prayer of the Jewish people helped Queen Esther get through this period of time? I have no doubt. (laughs) No question about it, right? I have no doubt. And her own prayer as well. Yeah, you know, I
1: feel that that's... I'm, I'm debating if I should tell you a really sad story mm. about prayer. I don't know. Let's leave it for now. But I have been at a place in my life. I, I was sick. And there there was a point I had cancer. Um, there was a point where I felt I had no prayers of my own left. Right. And it was the prayers of others that got me through. It was knowing that everyone I knew was davening for me. Wow. That's what got me through, you know. Uh, a very low point in my life so i firmly believe that even if you think your faith is slipping you just think about those around you who believe you know believe in you and believe in their faith and where they come from and you know where they maybe you're not sure where you're going but if you think there's a whole community who you know believes and delves and puts their thoughts into it It's hard to reject that, and and I think that's kind of what Esther must have felt. Maybe her courage failed her for a moment, you know, when she had to, you know, rap on that door to Ahasuerus, and maybe she thought, oh, he killed his lost wife, you know.
0: What's he going to do to me, right?
1: Yeah, but knowing that it wasn't just the people in Shushan, it was, you know, the Jewish people around the world were counting on her, you
0: know. No question. Maybe
1: that's what really got her through.
0: The uh, book is called Ancient Prayer, Channeling Your Faith 365 Days of the Year. Rachel Weingarten, go to Barnes & Noble on the uh, web, and you could order it at the Barnes & Noble website. Uh, I thank you. Have a happy and healthy Purim, and maybe say a prayer that it doesn't snow in this area on Purim <laughs> like it's supposed to. Could you could you do that, maybe? <laughs> I could do that
1: because I'm thinking of all the little kids I who know. are putting together their costumes.
0: I know. I'm it's like... It could be a washout tomorrow, but we'll figure it out, I'm sure. I that know. should be the biggest of our problems, as they say. Thank you, Rachel, and happy Purim to you.
1: Thank you so much, Nahum. Happy Purim to you.
0: Uh, the book is Ancient Prayer, Channeling Your Faith for 365 Days of the Year, and I am highly recommending it, highly. And I can tell you that Stacy Siegel highly recommends it as well. It is uh, a, a great book, and I, as I said when I was in Livingston speaking about prayer a few weeks ago, um, I, I tried to convey a lot of the messages, and a lot of the same messages I found here in Rachel Weingarten's book, just a great uh, and wonderful, comprehensive look at so many different prayers and so many different uh, attitudes and and the spiritual aspects of of different prayers that we say, including outside of the regular three prayers a day to Hillel and Bruchas and Zemiros and so much more. Check it out. March fourth, the thirteenth uh, of Adar. Today is Tanis Esther five seven seven five. Hope your fast is going well.